always fake it till you make it. Uh, I have brought on a guest today, Jen DiGiulio, that spits in the face of that slogan. <laughs> uh, she has tried it. Uh, and, and maybe you just didn't fake it long enough. Uh, but then she said, hey, you know what? This isn't working for me. I'm tired of sounding like someone else. I'm tired tired of using script books and, and cold calling st strategies and tactics. Mm -hmm. I want to try it uh, being a real estate salesperson and focusing on the person first. Mm -hmm. um, and so we wanted to bring Jen on to the Whistleway podcast to kind of talk about how she has made that mindset shift and going from a previous team not doing deals to our team doing 11 deals in 11 months and how she did that. And, and for those of you guys that are not in San Diego, 11 deals in 11 months is pretty good living. Um, and I don't know the, the GCA, maybe you do. I don't know the volume. Maybe you do. Uh, maybe you don't, but that's pretty great. And so that's, she's crushing it right now. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to have Jen kind of talk about her mindset shift and what she did differently to really help focus on the people, focus it on herself and really dial in her system of what it's like to be a person working with a person rather than a sales, a salesman working with a client. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. Mm -hmm. So welcome Jen to the podcast. Thanks Brian. I'm super happy to be here. I appreciate that intro. I I'm really excited. Jen is never one to, to uh, hold her tongue. Uh, she's always <laughs> one to share her feedback and I appreciate it. And Jen, you mm. and I often, uh, I feel like every time we're fi finally finding a groove, you usually say, this is wrong. And I say, no, it's not. And we kind of argue for a minute and then we both step back and I go, Jen, you're right. We should do it that way. And goes, no, you're right. And, and it, we kind of come <laughs> back and hug together. But I, I, I thank you for making me better, making whistle better mm. and challenging the status quo as you, uh, again, because you tried it, the status quo, and you said this isn't the way to do business for everyone. Mm. Um, Jen, before we get into kind of this whole process, give me a little bit about your background from the, the hospitality side to things to now. Yeah. Um, well, thank you for all of that. It's really good to be here. I think the quick snippet version is I was in hospitality like forever mm -hmm. since I was like 14 from hotel jobs to catering to events. And then um, it led me to a real estate office about four years ago doing property management and Airbnbs. Mm -hmm. So I love that because it was still the hospitality side. I had dreams of opening my own Airbnbs. I love to travel. And being in the real estate office, it was never a dream to be an agent. I really saw myself as not a salesperson. I was like, nope. It was just more of like a temporary step. And then I got to see what it was all about. And actually, my owners were coming to me saying, will you be my agent? I'm going to sell this home. We've got something else to do. And my connections with them was just like, I was like, why wouldn't I do that? Yeah. And when I see what's possible and the money and you're actually just helping people with where they want to go, it was a no-brainer. So I had a bumpy couple years before I found Whistle and had this groove. And, and so. I... And Share a little bit about that. And obviously, yeah. I, I don't want to put any shade. And I, I think you'd probably be the first to admit that there's personal that part of it was the situation, but a big part of it was personal growth and, and how you see things, which change yes. things. So I want to share, I want you to share your a little bit of your story so people can say, Yeah, that's just like me. I'm either in that rough patch or mm. hey, I, I want you to help prepare people that there may be a rough patch. Um, or hey, like, you know it's okay. You, you can move through it. And I, I kind of want you to share that with what you shared with me a little bit before. Sure. Um, like I am one of those people that a lot of amazing things in my life has just happened to, 
or I put myself in the great, you know, surroundings of a good people and, and good luck happens, whatever you want to say. So I thought real estate would really kind of be the same. Like I'm here, my smile's on, like what's going to happen here? And then things were not happening the way I saw it. So I just had to ask myself, like, what am I doing? What am I not doing? And it was a rough patch in my life. I was going through a divorce and a separation. Um, so, and I know that talking to so many real estate professionals, like no matter how many years, you're going to have a patch where you're going mm -hmm. through something. So I think that that was part of it. But really, when I look back, I was trying to be like other people. I, it was hard for me to be bad at a job. That's had not been my history either. So it was like, where are the results? Like, why, why isn't this clicking? Um, and when I continued my journey, then it got better when my referrals, people in my world started to trust me, see that I was out there. During COVID, I had, I had a really great year. And then I hopped ship from that brokerage and followed this couple that I really, um, I love their zest for life. And they really taught me how to do real estate on my own terms. But it still wasn't successful for me. I was like, wow, I need a bigger team around me. I am not the kind of person that wants to do this on an island. And they were really good at that. So I was really frustrated last year and was like, okay, I'm giving myself six more months in real estate. It's either do this or quit and find something different. Uh, and that's when I found you guys. And, and part of the things that we talked about before is one, and we'll talk about this a lot, uh, of the mindset of like, how let's connect with the people. Mm. Um, and two, one of the things that you said that I want to make sure we don't skip over because this is very, very, very important mm. and people are going to hear the rest of this podcast and say, I'll, I'll live life on my terms and yeah. things will come to my way. But if they don't do this part, which is uh, equal, if not more important, they won't see the results. And you yes. said, I put in the work. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, again, you were successful at your jobs before. You had people coming to you when you were in, in the host, uh, the, the property management saying, can you sell my house? Right, right. Hey, this is easy. You had people refer you business when it was COVID. Hey, this is easy. When it kind of went to a, a regular, in quotes, market. Yeah. You're like, excuse me, where's where's the easy again? What's happening? And, and, yeah. and I get it. You're used to being good at your job. I, I totally can, can relate to that. And then mm. you're like, but where where is the easy and and quick quick aside story? We had an agent on our team. I think probably the worst thing that could have ever happened to an agent is this. Mm. Started working, he went through training. Within a week or two, he gets a phone call saying, "Hey, can you list my Santee house?" Listed their house, and and when I photographed, I said, "Hey, why did you choose this person?" They said, "Oh, well, we actually didn't choose this person. We chose the team because of all the marketing and all the stuff we've seen from mm. you guys, and you guys just gave us this person." And so he thought. It was all Every like week that. or two, I'm going to get a phone call. Uh, People say, hey, come list my house. And we know that that's not the case. Right. But it sounds like a little bit of that happened to you. You had people say, hey. And so you went into yes. real estate because yes. it was necessity. But then then, then you ran into the, the patch of work and you go, oh, it, I got to put in the work. Mm -hmm. And so talk to me a little bit about what that means. And we talk about it a lot here at the team is don't fill your day with busy work and say, whew, I, I was busy eight hours. Like that's not putting in the work. No. That's being busy. So, so what does putting in the work mean? Yeah, I mean, I want to back up and say that I wanted to find a team that super challenged me. And Whistle had that. It was like, hey, you're going to sink or swim. Mm -hmm. So that really scared me when I got here. And I realized how much talent was around me. And 
I just had something to prove only to myself. Mm -hmm. I really didn't care what anybody else thought. I was like, okay, I'm here to show myself that I can do this. Because I didn't come from this sales background or this perfect discipline of what a day is like. I was the one doing all the other crap around the office. Mm -hmm. Excuse my swearing. And just doing- Oh no, that's, doing, that's inappropriate for this conversation. <laughs> doing the wrong things, seriously. And feeling like proud of myself that I was busy. But uh -huh. it was just like spinning circles. So- I, I just put in literally my first three months here of I would be like one of the last ones to leave. Being like, what else did I, what stone did I not turn yet? Did I, did I call this person back? Did I, this person I want to show next week? So it was changing everything to connecting with people. And I'm not a heavy cold caller. It was really leaning on the relationships I had, the open house leads that I met. So I'm a much better in-person mm -hmm. connector. Um, but it was learning how to follow those up that I wasn't doing before at all. And this reminds me, it sounds like you're, the path of your business is the path that Clayton is really focusing, Clayton Conley, yes, another yes. agent on our team, has really focused. And we did another podcast on, with Clayton, so look that up. Um, if this is the direction you want to go, yes. I think this podcast and Clayton's is really going to help kind of filter that. Um, so you put in the work, you, you, you found a team that challenged you, that had expertise around them. Mm -hmm. So that way, you, it's not like, what work do I do? It's, this is the work you do and just... Because you're not afraid of hard work, yeah. And I, I would, I would argue. Let me see if I can say this well without offending our entire audience. <laughs> I would argue most realtors are not afraid of hard work. Mm. However, they don't know what work they they need to do. Yes, and may be too proud to to ask what work they need to do, and yeah. so therefore keep themselves busy and are constantly not seeing the results that the level of work, the the amount of work that they put in. Yep. Um. I think I did. I don't think I pissed anyone off. No, because that's really the part that we get unclear about and myself included when I was new. Yeah. And just there's like a pride piece of like, well, I can't go and ask people for help and, and see, check what I've been doing all week. And now we have a culture that actually we turn to our mentee, the person that we're teaching and the person that taught us. What, what have you done the last week or two? Mm -hmm. And we get to call ourselves out in a great way. But I just took that and ran with it. Yeah. Because I I am a little ADHD. I'm not the most focused person. So maybe it takes me longer. But the conversations I do have, I just get to say that I'm proud of something clicked for me in place of I started talking to people just the way I almost talked to anybody. Not as candid, right? It's still professional. But I just got to kind of drop this, like take the blazer off and just be you and be myself and... Um, the clients and the connections that I started to have this last year are far different. So, and, and what I love, you, you said a word just there. You said the clients. Mm. You didn't say the leads. You didn't say, you know, no, the, the prospects. <laughs> and, and I am guilty of this. I'm sure you're guilty. of Everyone, I bet you, that's listening is guilty of this. Mm. Oh, this lead. You know, someone said, hey, what happened with that? Oh, that lead oh, sucked. Right. Bad oh, lead. Bad lead. Oh, buyers are liars. They're not oh, qualified. They're not, yeah. Oh, they're wasting my time. Mm. Oh, they, they're they they're full of it. Oh, they can't afford anything. Yeah. Oh, they only want land. Oh, like, right? Like, yep. we've all heard this. Yep. Oh, it's a hoarder house and they have no idea. Like, bad lead, bad lead. And we blame it on Put Facebook. We blame it on uh, pay-per-click. We blame it on Zillow. We blame it on blah, blah. Mm. Well, well, look at how we're talking about these human beings. These are people's lives. Yeah. And like, they're not, they're not yeah. like, Ooh, you know what I want to do today? I want to screw up some realtors day like that. <laughs> no, I want to waste their time. They're, they're not <laughs> bots that are, that are, or that are built to, to no. spend your, your, no, they're human mm -hmm. beings. 
And and what you said, and what I really want to talk to about for the rest of this episode, is you said you connect to their why, mm. and 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 that's not. Well, I don't want to even call this person. They inquired on a on a thirty thousand dollar land lead. Well, you when you connect to their why, you realize, oh, well, they're looking for a place that they can build six units on, mm-hmm. and they don't understand the process. So maybe we like because they're human beings. Yep. They're not trying to deceive you. They're and not they have trying... ideas. Yeah. They they want to talk to you about what they're thinking. And so let's talk about that. How how do you connect to their why? You talked about mm. talking to them like a human. Yeah. Right? Not worrying about the script. And I think having a, a script, uh, I'm going to change the name to this as a, as a structure mm. of kind of what, what information you need is important. Yeah, I like that. But but when, when I tell our agents that come in to, to do videos, I say, memorize the message, not the script. Yes. What what do you want to get across? That's the important part. Yes. Not the oh, well, I didn't use the word confabulate. Dang it, that was. A, mm-hmm. I don't even. If that, I don't know if that's a real word. <laughs> I don't uh, think so, but I like it. I like it. So, <laughs> but the old me would try to say, "How did Brian say that? Confabulate. Mm-hmm. How did he use it?" I would even maybe write out a sentence. So I'd be sitting in my car, nervous to call a client, trying to sound like somebody else. Yeah. And instead, now I with, write with a made up word. <laughs> with a made up word that I think is the important thing to say, right? And that's where I was losing myself. So now. It really is a structure. And for somebody unstructured, it just works so well for me to write like four literally words down sometimes. Oh, be sure to talk to them about these things. Okay, so what are the what give me some some words? And and obviously some things are gonna change based on the lead source and what they said coming in, but what 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 do you kind of how do you structure some some calls? Yeah, I mean my my structure script would would have different words than other people because it's yeah. like What's your motivation, but what's your dream? Mm-hmm. What what does that give you in life when you have that other piece, right? Because I want I want them to visualize with me what that life is like. That if with they're gonna have this new chapter, right? Maybe they're downsizing, maybe they're moving, maybe they're like, Jen, I'm an artist and I'm in Palm Springs and I'm miserable and I want to be in the center of the city and I want to open an art studio. Like I get excited about them imagining what they want. And I love that because we we were actually at a call on a huddle a couple weeks ago. They talked about this and and Mike Proctor talked about really diving into their Mm. why as well. And they might say, Oh, I want a big backyard. And and on the call, Hey, what do they want? A big backyard, three bedrooms, two baths. Right. But if you say, and I know this because when I bought a house, my wife wanted a big backyard. Yes. And so I found a house. I said, look, it's got a big backyard. Look, look at all this space. And she goes, it's all concrete. Yeah. But it's, it's a big backyard. Check. And she goes, no, 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 no. Why do you want the backyard? She's like, I want kids to be able to play in it. I want grass. And I'm like, ah, damn it. I I totally, (laughs) totally missed the boat. I just had had yard, but I missed the vision. Yeah. And and so what's great about that is Mm. then when when you talk to them, what they think they want versus what they really want. And Mm. because of your knowledge, they say, oh, I want want a really family friendly. I want a a big backyard. I want... uh, place to have friends over. I like, you know, going out, but I want to live in North park. And you're like, like kid uh, friendly, like, and like what you said. Does this yeah, add? Yeah. yeah. And so Let's when you dive into the, a little bit, exactly. Yeah. So talk more about that, about how you dive into their motivation and, and how that you can help kind of readjust what they think they want. Yes. Like for that example, right. If you had somebody that's like, I have this price point, but I need all of these things and only this location, like center of the city. But what they're really giving me is a budget that, that's outside of the city. So instead of being like, yeah, that that's not that's not going to happen. Do you yeah. know inventory right now? Like, <laughs> no. I, I think that is important. Like, no isn't really in my 
vocabulary much when I'm talking to people. Mm -hmm. It's like you just get to redirect them without like squashing literally their dream that they're telling you. Because that's just going to create distance between me and them. And all I want is not to be somebody that's grabbing them through, taking them through a transaction. It's like, no, I'm actually walking this walk with you. So that everything we're seeing, I'm like, okay, so this is the center of the city. It's got this and it's got this and it's got this. But this is going to be the price point. So what would be the most important is like kind of your monthly payment that we need to do or absolutely staying within 15 minutes of this school. And you just give people the choice because, again, you want them to lead me of like, okay, well, really, literally the most important is staying in the city. Then it's like, okay, so we just maybe have to give up that yard with the grass and the kids playing, right? Could it look like... Do we need a balcony? Could it be in a in a community that has a, a a park for everybody? And then they're like, oh, I never really thought about that, but yes, if it had the right location. So I think it's just like getting in a car with somebody and having them navigate what they want, but then like I'm actually steering it to be like, okay, well, it's over here. And then they get to say, well, no, not really. And I'm like, okay. And, and I mean, it's... It it's funny because we live that in our daily life, but we forget that in real estate, right? Yes. So I've got two kids. Uh, Georgia just had her sixth birthday party, and uh -huh. she's like, I want a unicorn slide. She, she, she said she wanted a unicorn cat with wings. And I was like, that's, a, that's not a real thing. And I'm not just like, nope, next. Like, right. you, you got to walk them <laughs> You're through. You're not going to say that to a six-year-old. Yeah, well, hopefully. I, I probably did. <laughs> probably like, that's not a real thing, Georgia. Figure out something else. Um, but like, helping, like, why do you want? Oh, because right. your friend has it. Oh, whatever. Right. But really trying to figure out what, what they say they want and what they really want. Usually it's the box mm -hmm. that it comes in is what they really want. Uh, and I think part of my like superpower in that is like I keep getting excited about whatever part you say. Mm -hmm. I don't like let them linger on like, oh, well, I, I really love the unicorn, but I can't have a cat too. I'm like, unicorns, let's find you the unicorn. So then all of a sudden I'm not trying to like, you know, shift them totally, but I'm just guiding them to be to the excitement part. Like that's what I, I do feel like I bring. And I think another thing that we're talking about that we haven't spelled out explicitly yet is you're honest with people. Yes. You're not like, sure thing. I can, sure thing, Mr. Seller, I can get your right. house twice what it's worth. That yeah. sounds great. And to get the listing and then break them down and break, because again, you're a human working mm -hmm. with a human. Yeah. You're not trying to just get something to, and deal with it later. Um, same thing with, with working with buyers. You're not like, yep, absolutely. I can do it. Sign this, sign this VIP and you're mine forever. Like, right. come on. Like you're a human working with a human. Yes. And if they say, Hey, I want the big backyard, the five bedrooms, uh, and under a thousand bucks a month in San Diego, you're going to be like, Hey, that like, let's talk about why, but that's not what's going to happen right. here. Right. We are going to take you further out and yeah. find that. Yeah. But yeah. And I think that a lot of agents, um, get more fearful around the honesty piece. Mm -hmm. I understand that money is important, right? But mm -hmm. like, I guess part of what I've done really well for myself in my mindset is like, if I am happy and treating these people well, and they're happy, as corny as that sounds, the money is all going to keep coming. Mm -hmm. So when I show somebody a house and it is like a scary house, first time I meet you, I'm going to walk you through and be like, okay, Brian, well, there is this this is beautiful over here. What do you think about this? But then like, we need to really pay attention to these faults in the home. And mm -hmm. I'm pointing it out, not just to add value to show people what they need to pay attention to, but what I'm shocked at is that people will say, God, I've worked with two agents this month and nobody will point out anything bad about a home. And I'm like, wait, what? And I think people will trust you way more mm -hmm. when, and again, it, 
it's it's not like it's this house or nothing, right? And so I think I think we got to get that out of yes. our mind of like, well, I don't want to tell them anything bad about. And of course, there's laws that you got to be. You can't say things. Certain things. Make, make, we, we whatever. Know I don't. That. I don't know the rules, but yeah. just we make sure you rules. do. Yeah. Um, so there's things that you can't say. Yes. Legally. Um, but like, if you tell someone like, hey, it's cool, but. And yes, it, it matches the boxes. It has a big backyard. It has five bedrooms. Mm. It's under a thousand square feet. But if you don't, if you're not like, hey, but it was also a meth den uh, right. for, for 10 years. And the foundation um, is super cracked. Yeah. And, and I've seen four shady characters come through here since we've been here. Like maybe connecting it to your why, this is where you want to grow your family. Yes, it checks yes. all your, your artificial boxes, but it's not your why. They're not going to be like, no, Jen, I don't like you anymore. I'm going to find someone else. Right. And it, they may say, I hear you. I still want this house anyways. Cool. Yeah. You helped them. But they're not going to hold that against you. It's not like the house that you crafted and built by yourself. And they're, and anything that they say bad about the house is, has nothing to do with you. Mm. This is the house that they're going to live in. This is the house that they're going to use as an investment. This is the house that they're going to have for their kids. Like whatever it is. Yeah. Um, they're not going to take it and be like, well, I, you know, if they're like, well, you didn't tell me the uh, carpet was ugly, so I'm not going to work. Like, come on. Right. Like, you're allowed to be honest with people. Yeah. They have eyes. They can see stuff. And so you pointing it out is not going to be like, well, I'm not going to work with you. And I think people are afraid to point out the bad things because they don't yes. want them to say, oh, no, I can't find any house. Well, I just think agents can get really clutchy of like, it's this or nothing. Like, I've oh. got to keep moving them along. And it's like, but moving them where? Mm -hmm. I really will tell people, I... It's my job to have you find a home that makes you guys happy. Mm -hmm. Like literally this is where you're going to have life in. It doesn't have to be this house. And I think pe I catch people like looking at me being like, do you really mean that? And I'm like, yeah, I do. Sometimes I'll be like, I know, I know that that might sound like we've looked at 14 houses sometimes. Yes. Then you have to, I get to guide them a little closer, but it, it's, it's a journey and not everybody's is the same. Sometimes it's the first house. Sometimes it's the 14th. Yeah. So or the 40th or the 40th, or the... my first year. Oh yeah. Like you learn, <laughs> learn how to redirect people. a bit. That, more. That's when you were putting in the work and being busy, but not productive. <laughs> yes. You're like, sure. I'll show you 14 houses today. That just seems Woo! like fine. We'll go all over the city and have some with backyards, some with two story walk-ups. Like I don't care. Yep. Whatever. Yeah. That's not a thing here in San Diego. Two story walk-ups. <laughs> um, one one more ahead. thing that we talked about before this, and I, I think this point will drive it home before we get to our whistle widget of the week and kind of what we use in our business. I think this will really help drive the point home. And you talked about being authentic to who you are. Mm -hmm. Yes, professional, right? You don't want to, like, I, I don't think if you're showing someone a home and you show up and, and you w jump out of your car and it billows out weed smoke and you're wearing flip-flops yeah, and a no. backwards hat and face tattoos. Maybe that's not, not going to go well. I mean, face, if you if got that's face authentic tattoos for somebody, maybe yeah. not. Um, but like, here. yes, you need to be a professional, but that doesn't mean you need to wear a suit and tie and say, good evening, sir. Exactly. I, like, you're, you're, you are a human too. And people connect with that mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. So talk a little bit about how you've kind of made the switch in your mind to being, Hey, I'm going to be who I am. I'm going to be Jen DiGiulio and I'm going to be cool. And, yeah. and my tribe will connect to that. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I think it was something that I just had to tell myself that I was literally starting out last year. I was just like, just let it all go because none of that had worked before. So I'm hoping that I can save at least two people for maybe doing that, even for one month of just trying to be something that they're not. Because when I 
when I dropped that, and I, you know, and I got shy calling in front of all the agents. Maybe that's why I did work at night because I could kind of be in myself talking and not a lot of ears around. But like, I just dropped into this place of literally, they are my friend on the other side. I really do. You're going to be in a relationship with these people for maybe one month, two months, three months. And so you're, you're really, I just realized I was so intimately in their lives. Like, why can't they be in mine? I don't do a ton of sharing, but something dropped with, you know, I tell people, oh, I just, I just came from the gym. I was swimming laps tonight because I've been, it's been a really big week. It's been stressful. And it, even just having that kind of a thing opens up the conversation so different. And then we'll we'll just kind of wrap for a second. They'll tell me what's going on in their week. And then we get to what's going on. Yeah. So I think something like that was really the base. And then what changed for me was um, I just wasn't attached to, again, this house or this deal, or I have to say the right words, or um, I was in all kinds of situations I've never been in with requests for repairs last year. Like I didn't learn in that kind of market. We couldn't ask for anything. So mm -hmm. I was like, oh my God, we need to ask for a new roof. What are we going to do? Well, what we're going to do is cancel this escrow because it won't get fixed. And were there nights that I would like be so stressed for myself? Yes. But then I was like, never again going to lose sleep because I'm doing the best that I can for them. Yeah. And they know that. So then I would bring them back to their why that like, okay, this is a bumpy road, but you know what? We're going to keep like having in our vision, your freaking kids in the backyard playing with their uniform, unicorn cats, you know, the, with wings. the happiness with wings. And just, <laughs> I think that because I would still be excited on the path, even if they were frustrated or scared or nervous about stuff that we were in in escrow, by the time we closed, it was like the connection was so strong that I was literally excited for them. And they know you're that because you're honest, because you're authentic, because you're vulnerable, because mm -hmm. you're you're you, and you're not a script monkey. Yes, That's not something I've never said, but I actually like <laughs> I it. I like it. A script monkey. <laughs> it felt um, like that. <laughs> yeah, like they they know that. And again, like there are times as a parent where you got to be like, hey, bro, you can't eat candy and popcorn for bre for for breakfast. Like, yeah, like I'm not trying to be mean. You're just going to puke by by lunch. Like, right. let's go. Um, <laughs> and so you're, you're just trying to help make sure they don't make mistakes yes. and guide them to their why, yep. not to check off the checklist. Yep. And, and, and when you can get away from that, I think that's phenomenal. Mm. Um, I want to get to our whistle widget of the week. That's something we use in our business before we do. If you got value from this, if you made it to this point and go, I hear you, I feel you, I know people are connecting with you mm. just by who you are. And that shows just by doing this on a podcast where you walked in, you're like, I'm so nervous, right? And I'm sorry. I was like, if I, Brian, I don't know what I'm going to say. Right? And, and, but, but I know people have connected with you because they go, I can see myself in you. Mm -hmm. I, I can see I'm going through that. Or again, if, if you're, say you have a, a mentee, someone that's in the business trying to do stuff, you know, they're trying to do the fake it till they make it and they're not su succeeding. They're getting frustrated. Share this video with them to let mm -hmm. them know that it's okay. To let them know, hey, you can be yourself. Yes. You can you don't have to be what you what you see as someone successful. Like we have, like you and Mike Proctor, one of a, a great agent on our team, mm -hmm. very different. Totally. Both very successful. Mm -hmm. But if you tried to be Mike, you would fail. Right. And if Mike tried to be you, he would fail. Mm -hmm. Because you guys are just different yeah, people. Yeah, we have our own style. Um, and so just, if you can share this with someone that, that's struggling, that's going through a rough patch, that has said, hey, I'm going to give it six more months and then I'm out. Please just share it with them to, to give mm -hmm. them kind of hope, give them some some feedback, give them some information. If you want more like this or you want to share more like this, uh, go to thewhistleway.com. This is where we share. We have a link to our private Facebook, our YouTube, our email newsletter, our um, 
link to join our outbound referral network. So as people leave San Diego and go to you, we can send them your way. Mm. Um, also information about our Media Mayor Mastermind course, a course we built to create relationships with people in our community, with our consumers, with our business owners, to really be the the, the source of inbound referrals. So when people need help, they they can connect with the people they know, like, and trust, which would be mm. you in this situation based on how we built this structure. So thewhistleway.com. And if you could, if you got value out of this, please write us a review. If you watched 28 minutes of this and you didn't get value out of it. Um, Thanks for being here anyway. You shouldn't have watched 20. You should have stopped <laughs> 10 minutes in. Uh, that's not my fault. That's yours. Um, sorry, but it is. Um, okay. That's all that out of the way. By the way, I never introduced myself. I'm Brian Coach. I'm director of marketing here at Whistle Realty Group. Let's get into our Whistle Widget of the Week. This is something that we use in our business, saves us time, makes us more money, helps us have more fun. Would you like to go first or would you like me to? Oh, you go ahead. Uh-oh. I'll go first. Okay. <laughs> I forgot which one Okay, was. well, keeping it to the authentic theme, there's lots of cool things I use for work, but one that is a little bit more unique in my style is called Insight Timer. So Insight Timer is a meditation app, and I have heard to do meditation so many times throughout the years, and I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a high D, high go energizer bunny, so it's very hard for me to sit still. So the app has all this background noises. It has beautiful sounds, nature sounds, um, even has like visualization that it can take you through like somebody talking instead of just meditation. But literally, it's a timer. And I am like a child. I need a timer to tell me how long I have to do something. So it's five minutes in the morning, like minimum. And it completely changes my day. So if you have ever wanted to try it, um, give it a go or at night before you go to sleep. Because as real estate agents, we can kind of lose our minds. And we're not here to lose sleep. Like nobody's going to die. I tell myself that it's not heart surgery. It is homes. It's important. But like our mental health is important too. So check that app out. What's it called again? Insight Timer. I love that. Yeah. Um, mine is going to be a widget. It's going to be a, a system. Um, again, there's this is free. You don't have to download or pay anything. You just have to write some stuff out. And this goes back to what we were talking about earlier about being busy but not productive. Mm. Um, and this also goes back to another podcast we did with Meyer talking about leverage. And Kyle has done this before, but I want to make sure it was a good exercise now. It's called the red light, green light exercise. Um, so what you're going to do is throughout the course of a week, write down all the things you do. All the things you do. You know, I scheduled a showing. I went on an appointment. I picked up my dry cleaning. I uh, All the things that you do, right? Mm -hmm. And then you're going to take a highlighter and, all, and you're going to take a green highlighter and highlight all the things you love to do. Mm. Oh, I, I loved... Um, you know, I did a PTA meeting for my kid. I didn't, but you know, yeah, I love that. Uh -huh. Keep it. All the things that you hate. Oh, I wish I never had to do this again. Highlight that in red. Okay. Red, red, red. And that way, what you should be doing, one, it helps you kind of structure, hey, these are the things that I love doing. It's going to fill my cup. It's going to build my mental health. Yes. Cool. The red light stuff is things that you're going to offboard, offload, either to a virtual assistant, a real assistant, your lender, your title, your escrow, a buyer's assistant, your kids, you know, I hate Some putting kind out of my signs. Have your kids do it, like whatever yes. it is. So that way you can enjoy your work better um, and really focus on 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 doing what you love doing um, and also what, what brings you the most. If you hate lead generating, um, you might still have to do it. That's not something you can offboard. Um, but... What's great then is as you offload this, the, all the red stuff, when you hire an assistant, when you're ready to hire an assistant, you that's their job. You have that already. Do all the shit I hate. That's really genius. And and it, it 
and maybe you're not there yet, but maybe you can piece by piece, maybe it's on your to-do list. Take, make sure I, I offload one thing of my red light for each week. And, and again, how you do that is how you do that. Maybe you use TaskRabbit, whatever. Yeah. But uh, that's an exercise to help you love your job more. That's cool. Red light, green light. That adds more freedom. I'm going to add that to my Excellent. world. Jen, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you. We will see you next week. Thanks, Coachy. Bye. You're welcome.